Welcome to episode 26 of the Less Is Made podcast. I'm your host, Les, and on today's episode, I am getting back with MC Anime. I did a part one of how he evolved from being a blog poster into becoming almost a full-time podcaster with his podcast, The MC Anime Project, which you can find on all podcast platforms. A little bit about today's interview we did, he kind of goes into the process of how he makes his episodes and, you know, his uh, approach is a little different, a little cool. I don't want to waste too much of your time with me rambling on, but please enjoy our little interview with MC Anime. I. I am here again with my friend MC Anime with part two of how he made his great ongoing podcast. So MC, it's have not been that long. How you doing? Uh, doing pretty well. Can't complain. Been pretty peachy, shabby, whatever you want to call it, all together and into one. Well, okay, so the last time we talked, we did the we went through the whole history of how you started and to how you got NC Anime the podcast. Now, since we already know that, how is it that you get all these episodes just cranked out? Like I think you do like three or four a week. I don't know how you do that. So please tell me like that process. How do you're able to just continuously this make things happen? Well, the most difficult part is not the recording. It's actually publishing the episodes. Staying on a consistent schedule because that's the schedule you set. If you don't stay on the consistent schedule, you feel like you're overwhelmed. If You you, you get overwhelmed. Like, for example, let's say I'm uploading the Yaoi anime genre, the Yaoi anime genre show okay i also have the yoi anime genre analysis plus the shoujo eye and the shonen eye if i neglect that series and not post it it can be week weeks up to whatever the time collapses that i'm not able to do that so if i'm not able to do it it puts me in a blunder because i feel like i'm not doing what i originally intended to do Oh, wow. So you just came up with a schedule and you just stick to it. That's one of your main things. Well, that, that's cool. But I, I've been listening to more and more of your episodes. Uh, you always seem to have really crisp, uh, like, audio. Uh, what kind of equipment and stuff do you use when you record? Well, lately I've invested into a lavalier mic, so that's really good. So it books on phone audio. And, you know, my webcam. That's mostly been what the recording has been. Wait, and then wait. also use a good voice recorder. Wait, so you're saying you just use a lavalier mic and your webcam? That's it? Yeah. Really? And I also have the sound. I have to polish up the sound, too. Wow, dude. Really? That's that's because uh, you really do sound really great. Like, it can hear you and everything. And you just use that. So... How is it that you come up with an idea and how do you find the right person to, to talk to about that particular uh, theme of the episode? 
Well, typically I have people like, you know, I have some people in my network that I say, do you want to do this such and such episode? We can do this episode. Typically, when I give them a list, typically they can actually retain themselves and say, oh, I know this topic a lot more than these other topics. I want to do this topic. I know a lot about it. I want to talk about it. Oh, let's do this topic like they're interested in. Either that works or I ask questions with potential people to do a podcast episode. Like, let's say, John Smith. He's interested in doing Pocahontas, okay? Mm -hmm. If he wants to do the topic of Pocahontas, then we need to get to that first, that discussion of what he wants to talk about. So we bring up, okay, Pocahontas, exploration, Great Britain, and I don't know, the open seas. Those are four potential topics that we could talk about. We narrow it down. And I say, let's do Pocahontas. Okay. We talk about his relationship with Pocahontas, how he perceived that relationship, how was, you know, the travel back to England and the interaction with the Native Americans go. You know, that type of thing is kind of what I'll gauge the podcast on. So we're talking about Pocahontas. John Smith is ecstatic because this is his wife. Mm -hmm. And we go about the episode. The reason why, you know, John Smith wants to talk about Pocahontas, that's a subject he knows a lot about. As such, he can give really good testimony, answers to questions related to that topic, and overall a good sense of knowledgeable or credible expert. Because he is the one telling the story of Pocahontas himself. All right, I get what you're saying. I know you you focus more on anime type questions. I was listening to uh, the episode you did with uh, I want to say your name is Leah about the um, anime reboots or everything. Have you have this like a guest um, host that you know, or how do you meet these people that like you find to be guests on your show and have? Uh, as just like co-hosts? Well, there's or... different ways to meet these people. So, when I first started, well, huh? What's up? Nothing, I was just listening to you, man. Go well, ahead and speak. There's different ways to meet these people. When I first started getting special guests, it was my inner network of friends that was helping me out. But then I really started cracking down on special guests. I found a website called Podmatch. And in that process, I was just shooting messages to the different people that either I was matched with or they matched me. And then, you know, talk about my podcast, what it is, go about their topics that they have, like they have different uh, suggested topics, the insta the website, social media all pops up, the profile, and you go by the profile, either people that match or people that you search for on the website and actually find people in the categories you want to talk about. And it's a both networking for podcasters, but also people being special guests to reach out to podcasts to get the the what we call the name out. 
to get the recognition, the search engine optimization method to, you know, just be on special guests. And basically, when a guest reaches out to a podcast, all the guest wants is to be in the podcast, get access to the numbers that the podcast generates as additional revenue or additional option for them to get known through someone else's audience. That's the main premise. And the podcaster, they want good special guests to come on the show to actually give credible statements, provide interesting content for those show, and then in return, they're getting, you know, the promotion from their guests when they share it on social media, and the guest is getting promotion on the podcast itself when they share their episode. So it's a mutual, it's a symbiotic relationship between the special guests and podcast hosts. Right on, right on. Okay, I get it. So I'm trying to understand your process here. So you, do you all like write out what you talk about? Do you have anything that you write out and talk about on your podcast? Or is it just you and the either guest host or guest you have it on the show already picked a topic and you just have a conversation? All right, so you you bring up a good point. When I'm talking to these people, so I've already did my proposal. I want you to be my special guest. You're really knowledgeable about Pocahontas, John Smith. I really think that your experiences with Native Americans, the Native population, is an interesting take, and I want to hear your side of the story and see what your rendition is. So after I did the proposal, they come in, Thank you for the opportunity. I think it would be great to be on your show. Let me know if I can be. So let's say there is no topic. There is no topic. Then we do the, the conversation about what topic do we talk about. If you're talking to a sailor, but they also have interest in video games. They have like kids who play in the video games. They have chess, all this other stuff. By having that conversation with them about potential topics, a lot of times I bring up, okay, my podcast is anime, geek culture, Japanese aesthetics, and Asian studies. Do you have any uh, passions that you like relating to these areas? If no, I got to do some work to ask questions like, okay, what are your hobbies? What are your pastimes? If they don't have a direct answer relating to the subject matter that I give them in the conversation. Yeah. Wow, you just ended right there. Okay, so it's just, you're all about business. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you um, research all these topics that you bring up to have uh, in an episode? Because I did the Halloween episode with you, and you seem very knowledgeable on all sorts of different um you know, the history and different uh, types of Halloween from different cultures around the world. So every topic that you do, do you, like, just know a little bit about or a lot about? Uh, do you research these most all the time? Know, most of my topics that I just openly have open dialogue with, I know a little about it to give some testimony and correspondence. But also, if it's like a really out there topic, I don't know nothing about it, I look it up. I come familiar with, you know, with 
talking points for the episodes. So like for the Halloween, I knew some of the traditions of spirit meets the well and all that, you know, that stuff. But specifically, like ancient Sanwin and the jack o' lantern origins for turnips and all that, it was more like looking it up, organizing my thoughts, and then having gateways and segues to go into those conversations. I will, I will say you uh, you do seem like you do your research and you come prepared. Just like what I can say is like a, your thumbnail that you make for every episode are really good. And you say you're not a graphic artist. How do you make those thumbnails so easily like and for every episode that you do? Because I know yeah. a thumbnail brings people to click onto your um, – under the episode or draws people in when they see visual aesthetics, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because the cover art is the, the images associated with the podcast episode. When you use the RSS feed, they ask for an option. Do you want to upload a picture along with the order you're also submitting on the same website? Uh, hold now, on, back up. What is R? Do not submit a picture. MC, I, I want to back up. What is RSVP? What's that? Or, sure. What's that? What the RSS feed? Yes. You talk about the RSS feed? Yes, sir. I. I, oh, okay. I so the RSS feed. The RSS feed is the place in which you host the podcast. It's like the hosting website to the directories to the other podcast platforms. Oh, that's what it's called. Okay. You, now that you said that, now that it makes sense. You have an RSS feed. Too, I, I, yeah, I do. Like, I do. I just, uh, I just never heard it called that. That's why I was like. What do you mean by this? It's more for my own curiosity, not trying – because I didn't know at all. But, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, continue on with talking about uh, cover art and thumbnail pictures. Yeah. Uh, so the RSS feed is the subscription type um, platform. It holds all the audio, all the description, every image you upload, any information you enter gets automatically updated to the RSS feed. The RSS feed is the entire directory of the podcast that all the different platforms use to gather all your information in one place. Without the RSS feed, a podcast will be a mess. It's just like a YouTube playlist. Yeah, yeah. No, the YouTube I, I, playlist has everything you enter, and the RSS feed is like that YouTube playlist equivalent. Yeah, I'll tell you, without um, without that, I it would be really hard for me to get a podcast out there, just an episode out there. So let's continue on. You were talking about your cover art and your thumbnails pictures. Continue on, tell the story of how you managed to make those really um, nice all the time. So, what I used to do 
the vacant part. So the core dynamics that I look at is the title, relevant pictures in the background. So like say Halloween, for instance. When I did that episode, my thought process was like, okay, so let's do the days of the week. So we have Hollow's Eve. Let's put that on the calendar. Let's do an image in that square to represent Hollow's Eve. They have uh, Solomon itself, so we need a, something to represent Solomon. Then we have uh, Day of the Dead, which is two different days. And you also have a picture to represent those days as well. So when you take that all together, basically, since Solomon is like multiple days, I want it the 31st, the 1st, the 30th, 31st, 1st, and the 2nd of November from October, put them together, have the visual explained in that thumbnail, and then I put the corresponding images of the people involved with it. So MC Anime goes in the corner, so does my special guest. Also, I asked for uh, reference pictures if the special guest has anything to give me. Now, they don't have to, or they can give, like, concept ideas. Let's say they have their guest image, their profile avatar logo. That goes into it. That's the minimum from the special guest that I put into it. Now, I can put a lot more if the special guest has, like, a special picture, a special uh, website to put into it. Sometimes I don't off of the website, but it's always an option to have in, you know, typical podcasts, put the website, the name, who they are, and all that stuff. But that type of cover art is kind of boring. It's very standard. And I'm not like a professional podcast. Mine is like fandom-related activity. So I focus more on design than like feature items. Most okay. of the time, if I put, if they have like a Discord, I put the Discord name. If they don't have the website, then I just put the website in the description. I don't always put it in the cover art. I got you. Okay, let me ask you uh, this: How long do you think it takes you to get? Um, and all I get to say the whole process: finding the guests, finding the topic, recording the audio making the thumbnail drives, putting up any kind of like post-production work that you might need to do, and then uploading the episode onto your feed. How long did it take you, like, on average, per episode that you do? Let's see. Most of the time, if it's not already a special guest to go with the episode, I usually propose episodes three times a week to the cover art designer and these are these are episode ideas that I'm like thinking like maybe 15 minutes boom okay this is the topic 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 I get it all ready so okay this is the project that I want you to design this week I used to do everything that I recorded first and then do the cover art I found that way, way more stress. 
for the simple fact that now I'm just like, okay, so I have to find people to have cover art for. Now I can potentially just have the cover art already made for certain episodes uploaded. And if the special guest that comes along the way, I can add their uh, avatar logo or profile in the cover art, get the cover art designer to change it, and when I'm ready to upload it, I have everything ready with the audio file. Now that's sometimes how I do it. Then I also submit it to the sound editors to get it all edited. Now, with that being said, the first step, I give the, the, the cover art design. This week, I think I did, like, you know, MC Anime, Testimony and Flashback, uh, Ben 10, Classic, uh, Wars Alien Transformations, and then uh, something else. But that's how I start. So Wednesday, this is what you're doing. Friday, this is what you're doing. Saturday, this is what I want this image designed by. I submit that to her. She does it. She asks, okay, what is the cup? What's the schedule this week? She always asks me that. Sometimes I'm not the best. Sometimes it's Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, when I send the schedule out to her. But she gets the schedule, and then we do step by step which day is which. So, what do you want to design? What is Saturday's theme? What do you want to be included? We go all to that process. That takes a little bit of time to explain. You know, it usually takes about five minutes to explain. And if they have any questions, they ask, and then we finish the correspondence. They design it, and then I review it. If I like it, there's not any changes to be made, I keep it. Now, if it's a special guest in that episode, like ahead of time, I send it to the special guests, get their take, and then at that point, it's a two-step process for the review stage. It's not just me, but it's also the special guest. The special guest says, all the way go, then I published that cover art with that episode. The recording is a little bit more out there. Take the recording file, put it all together, I download it and then I upload it to Google to give it to the sound editor. Depending if I use Discord, I have to convert the OGG files to MP3 to make it easier on the sound editor. Mm-hmm. So that's two files there because usually it's one and one on two different Discord tracks. Two different files. Now, if I upload it from like Zoom, for example, Zoom, when I exit out, start the process to download and convert the episode. It gives you the audio and the video option of that recording. Once that's done uploading, I upload it to Google and do it that way and put it in a – I renamed a file to what the episode is. You bring it to when the I cloud, the right? Yeah, I use Google because – it's convenient to upload, and Discord, I can't share with so many 
file sizes. I have like limited on how big. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I know. I, I use Google for certain things and uh, Dropbox, other stuff like that. To send bigger files because you just can't. Yeah, email. I use Google Drive. Google Drive was great. Google Drive, Gmail, well, even Gmail can't send that file. It has to be Google Drive because Google Drive is larger than Gmail. Yeah, um, just, I, I get it. It's a makes it a little complicated, but it's whatever. And I understand about converting things into yep. other audio forms as well. So, sorry, continue. So I convert all the OGG files to MP3, upload to the cloud, put it in the cloud, and then I move both of those files to a folder. I tile the folder, and all the files are in that folder. So when the sound editor gets it, Everything he needs is in that folder. He downloads it, puts it in his editing program, and then he tells me as he goes, I'm trying out this audio program. I'm trying to try out this. He gives me feedback on what the audio sounds like, and then he messes up the levels, next in, in the background noise, and tries to fix it all up. Most of the time, my audio is very crisp. When he gets it, it's only minor things that he has to do to fix it. Sometimes, though, things can happen. It's like this weird feedback or other stuff that he has to fix. But most of that can be done. It's like a very minor thing for him to do. Okay, so, that's so the editing process. So and the uploading process. Go ahead. The uploading process is just put on the RSS feed. Have a description. If there's a special guest, put their website and then what we talked about. Put the title, episode name, the tags, like anime and manga, cartoons, the, you know, storytelling, show analysis, whatever is relevant into that talking point. And the, the tags are what you use to search for it. And then I upload the picture, upload the audio, and then... Hit publish, save, publish. It's published, and then I go to the website, do the same thing, except I do like a 400 by 400 pixels, since the RSS feed needs 1400 by 1400. Jeez. So default pictures I get for the cover is 1400 by 1400. Upload it, and then after that website's done, it's just a social media, which is I do an MCMA podcast, the name of the show for the episode and then the episode like season and episode number description the website underneath of it that's all I do so what I got from this whole um, listening to your whole ordeal how you make an episode is you have a team that worked with you you cheat <laughs> I do everything on my own, and it, it, it sometimes it can be time consuming, especially cleaning up audio. But you have help. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have help because I've outreached to people to help. No, that's awesome, man. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. So you have somebody that can do artwork, yeah. like, like I said, you know, I'm a photographer by trade, but doing gra like. What you made for the Halloween episode, there's no way I can make that without, like, screwing it up somehow. It would take me forever. So, I mean, you have people that help you make what you do, and 
that's great. And you have an audio guy, and you know some audio tricks, uh, I'm sure, you, yourself. So you have a team that I helps you, and that's why your stuff sounds so good. I got a team. Well, cover art, I need that. I, I am so bad at designing. I found someone to help me. They probably have been helping me with probably maybe a 80 plus episodes. Sheesh. They've been, they've been there for a long time. And they've been getting better too. And you know, as more things happen, I'm asking more complicated design options. And sometimes the things, well, you this is what you're asking. I'll try to do it. And I think I'm crazy, but it always works out. Yeah, I, I think it's um it's kind of different because you already have your artwork made up before you even uh, have the episode recorded. Me on the opposite, I do do I do um I record audio first and foremost. I get all that done, and then I do all the other stuff. You know, like you say, like you know the tagging, uh, getting the information about the person, or if it's not, or. That's that kind of stuff. I do that afterwards. I feel like that works for me, but you're the opposite. So it's just kind of cool how different people do different things and it still has the same result, you know? Here's why my cover art production is so much ahead of my recording. My cover art designer continually needs projects to work on. And I don't continually have audio files or recordings to match what I used to do. Okay. So this is a recording. This is what I found. I have this already planned. This is what I'm talking about. There were some days I did not know what I was talking about. (laughs) And it really made everything organization-wise just crazy. So now I'm proposing episodes way before I record it. So now I have a backlog of ready-to-be-published content ready at my disposal to record, whether it's with a co-host, a special guest who chose that topic, because the special guest that chooses from a list of topics that I already have like made in cover art, they're choosing that, and then they'll add it later of the representing image for the cover art. And now that's me. I just record it, boom, get it done. And I already know, and there's no changes that need to do it with. <laughs> and I tend to keep the talking points relating to the idea I envision in the original cover art so it still matches what I'm talking about from cover art to recording. Interesting conversation I am having in this part two of the history of the MC anime. I, it's a, a lot of, before you wrap up, is there anything else you want to talk about your process and how you do your episode that you want to share with the audience? Um, process to do episode. Get the idea going. Develop either a script or talking points. I feel like talking points is a lot better. 
it keeps you in focus and keeps you organized. If you're the type of podcast that needs to write scripts, devote time to write a script, write a paragraph. If you need to write out more, write the entire thing. But my podcast is conversation-oriented, so we go about the topic and talk about it. Boom, boom, boom. There is no set time, like 20 minutes and you talk about this. It's just whatever the feeling of the conversation is leading, that's how I end with it. And overall, I find that when I say anime, geek culture, Asian studies, and Japanese aesthetics, most people feel underwhelmed because of the simple fact that I don't know how to contribute as a special guest. I don't know what topic you're looking for. I don't know if I qualify. As I speak to them, I find a topic they are passionate about that we can match the podcast definition in my categories. That's something else to consider as well. Maybe the person doesn't immediately qualify, but you can find that bridge and that really good content when talking with them. You can find what they love to do, and usually what they love to do, they know a lot about it because of passion about it. That passion is a good story to tell. Right on. MC, I just want to say thank you for joining me on this, and uh, we got part two finally done, and I feel like I know like how you just gave me your whole war plan of how you make things happen, and I'm impressed. Thank you for being on the podcast, and uh, I will let you know when I get this uploaded. And uh, you got anything you want to say to the audience before we go? Uh, yes, you can uh, put a podcast near you, like Apple and Google for MCMA Podcast. Go on our website at www.mcmapodcast.com. And then on the website, you also have more of the Patreon community that you can upload and support us. You heard it from Go Support MC Anime Podcast. Thank you, MC. Bye, guys. I hope you enjoyed the interview I had with MC Anime. I know I did. I learned how he does things. Kind of looking at maybe trying to do some of it to help me get my own uh, podcast out and... Sometimes trying something different might work out for the better. I don't know. I'll let you guys know if it works out. And thank you for listening. And until next time, peace out.